What is up, BBB Army? Welcome back to our channel, BBB Army Hearts to Hearts. I am Ruth. And I'm Nicole. Welcome back. First of all, uh, we've been noticing when we first hit a record, if there's any lagging, we apologize. We don't know what's going on on either side of our internet or router. So if there's lagging and we have to cut and you see these weird cuts, we apologize. We don't know what's going on. It's probably me. I'm bad luck. <laughs> You just keep I apologize. Yourself, I, I, honestly, we keep what you keep jinxing yourself. You said it's me. I'm bad luck, and I'm bad, and it just happens. Jinxed for life. <laughs> but is it though? Because every time I every time I think of the word jinx, I think of jinx. So I mean, okay, I guess there's a silver lining. <laughs> but we all hope you guys are doing well and everything, and just having a wonderful. Wednesday as of right now. We are back with a new episode and we're really excited to, to dive mm -hmm. into this one because um, as you could probably tell from Nicole's and I's screen, what's on our background? <laughs> I'm so happy to discuss this. <laughs> <laughs> we are finally going to dive into the one and only Andy Biersack and the works of Edgar Allan Poe, a beautiful project that he's done with Rare Bird Book Company, I think. Rare Bird, yeah. Rare, actually, I have it. Where bird Los Angeles? There we go. Where bird? There we go. <laughs> bird. It's such a cool name too. Mm -hmm. Truth be told, guys, I know I'm sure I'm going to learn a lot actually from Nicole and stuff because growing up, I wasn't really exposed to Edgar Allan Poe. I mean, school, we never really talked about him. Only the AP classes got a chance to. My exposure to Edgar Allan Poe actually came from my dad. He's a writer, so it kind of makes sense. <laughs> but that makes a lot of sense. And it's actually like, I'm surprised that your dad was very fascinated by Edgar Allan Poe, to be honest. Oh, yeah. Like, like I think that's like really neat. Well, we'll get into it for sure. But like my knowledge on Edgar Allan Poe is very little. I mean, I know, obviously know who he is. I've read a couple of his stories, but I had, it's, I don't know much, honestly. So I know, and Nicole has like been raving about Edgar Allan Poe. And I'm like, clearly she knows more than I do. So I'm going to be learning a lot today in today's episode. So, hey, okay. I don't feel like I know a lot, a lot. Like I, I definitely don't know too much, but I will say, because just like Ruth, I wasn't introduced to Edgar Allan Poe at all. Like my parents never mentioned him at all. And just going through school, they never taught us at ground po so it's kind of something that I got into like myself like uh after graduating um I just kind of read a little bit of his poems and everything and just kind of did some research online he's a very fascinating man very fascinating and I swear to, he's a timeless as of right now and and any generation as of right now like I think he will always be timeless with his stories his poems and just him as a figurine like he's kind of everywhere right now like for anyone who's seen the Wednesday show on Netflix there was a statue of him for the I forgot the secret society thing name yeah that, yeah I know what you're talking about and you know if I'm not I'm not mistaken and I probably could be but I did read that a lot of like the Victorian goth era comes kind of stems from Edgar Allan Poe just from him and his spookiness and darkness and everything I mean Edgar just Allan think maybe if it wasn't for Edgar we wouldn't have black I don't know who I that's mean, a lie that's a lie <laughs> He's definitely a staple when it comes to icons in the world. Like, like I said, he's going to be timeless for infinity. So, no, I agree. I feel like at any time, that's the hard part. You think of Raven, automatically just makes you think of like Edgar or the Crow. I feel. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So I guess let us dive into this amazing Andy Bearsack Edgar Allan Poe project that he's done. So I mean, I can't lie. I real quick have to say, since I mean we're diving in anyway, um, for anyone who has not listened or even I was gonna say or bought the book, but to be fair, I'm kind of referring more to the vinyl here. If you have not purchased it, um, it was limited edition, correct, Ruth? I don't think it was. Was it not? So it's still available? Check. Let me double check. I pull up the website here. So I don't remember if it was limited edition or not. That's why it does not. I I assume it was. No, it does not say any. No, it doesn't. As far as I could see with my eyes, (laughs) it does not say it was not limited edition here on the website. So I think we're good. Perfect. All right. Well, then for starters, anyone who does not have this vinyl, you should totally purchase it, especially if you are into Edgar Allan Poe and just really anything that's kind of spooky. Um, My personal opinion on the vinyl is I have to say that Andy's voice is hauntingly beautiful, <laughs> so much to the point where I always want him to read me a bedtime story now. Uh, yes, agreed. Uh, I mean, obviously, for people who got the vinyl, obviously, if you have a record player, you can listen to his beautiful voice. And if you have Audible... You can also listen to it on your phone like I have right here. So best of all three worlds, you can read vinyl or audible. I like that. All of it. And I think it was amazing. I guess let's start from the beginning when, at least when we found out about this project and this amazing artwork that Andy came out. So I believe, yeah, when I found out about this project, I was actually with Nicole in Colorado over the summer. We were together when we found out about this project. But uh, the timeline of this project, unfortunately, was um, not a, not the greatest timing, honestly. Not their fault. It wasn't the company's fault. So as we all know, in the summer last year, the lovely Road versus Wade thing all happened. And you could tell that affected a lot of a lot of the society and on social media, unfortunately. And when all of that madness of every the craziness of just I don't even want to think about it came out was the same day when apparently this was going to be promoted everywhere. And I think Rare Bird on their YouTube channel did post the video that obviously Andy did not promote it whatsoever because obviously he looked at the road versus Wade more important than this side project he did and which you know makes totally sense yeah there were a lot of confused fans on Twitter um when people kind of started to like make posts about it I was seeing a lot of fans like what I I didn't hear about this and so many people like uh you know scavenging uh Andy's Twitter page I mean yeah it was not posted, which I have like mad respect for that man for that. Yeah. And same here. And I know even Chris Beersack even said like, you know, Andy, you know, he will promote this, but due to the timing of Road versus Wade and this, obviously mm-hmm. the Road versus, Road versus Wade was more important to him than this. I mean, not that this was not important, but like obviously the Road versus Wade had more effect than the side project. And obviously later on when it, things kind of calmed down, he did then make a tweet and Instagram about this and we started promoting it. But at the timing, the timing was just bad and just under circumstances and obviously the situation of that craziness ugh, stuff. So yeah, but Andy's mind was in the right place. And I mean, 
that's what matters to be honest and but we're bird promoted it so I mean either way it was still put out to the world it was that's how we found out (laughs) I know I had no clue about it until Ruth we we were sitting on the couch I don't know we were just being lazy I don't remember exactly what we were doing I think we were waiting for food I want to say, yeah, I think it was spaghetti night at your place and we were just waiting for food. <laughs> Might have been. But I just remember she's like, yeah, cool. And literally, I didn't care if we had like $10 in the account. I was like, I'm ordering it. I have to get it. We both. We right both ordered there, we it. Yeah, we did. Because I, I found out from another mutual friend of ours, like, oh my God, did you see this? I'm like, wait, what? And, you know, me not knowing anything went on Andy's social media accounts like, thinking it was not real because I didn't see it on his account but then it kind of clicked to send like okay obviously that madness okay kind of makes sense but then you know I ordered it so I was more than happy like again take my money (laughs) yeah I'm really thankful for the mutual friend that had uh made mention to this because this is amazing you guys you have to have to have to purchase it if you do not have it yet I promise it is so worth it. When this project came out, I saw a lot of fans online super excited for this because for one, it's Edgar Allan Poe. Again, Edgar Allan Poe. Do I need to say more? (laughs) No, no, you don't. So I know with this project, there was packages and bundles you can purchase on the website. One was the vinyl itself. I think the vinyl came in different designs too, if I'm incorrect. I think I'm correct about that. I mean, at least I don't remember. All I remember is when you went on, I just, I don't know. Did you get a pick? like for this visit for like let's go back to their website okay so here we go so the options for this amazing Edgar Allan Poe by Andy Biersack was you can get the standard edition hard book only the book that they had a standard edition black vinyl a limited edition black and red splatter vinyl hardcover book with the black and red uh (laughs) black and red splatter vinyl bundle and then the book with the black vinyl that might have sound very confusing, so I hope you guys understood it. <laughs> I understood it, and I do remember I got the limited. That's why. That's why. That's why I thought it was limited edition because I got the limited edition red splatter one. Yeah, bingo. There we go. Nicole got the red splatter vinyl, just only right. Yeah, yeah. I didn't as much as I wanted the book. I don't know. I guess I was, in a way, trying to be like somewhat decent with money so I was like I'll just get the final but it had to be the limited edition one which uh, now I know that you got the book and the vinyl but which vinyl did you get the red and black splatter duh <laughs> hey I haven't seen your disc yet I just see the cover I know I I got the red and black spine uh splatter vinyl with the book bundle so this is the book in case fans don't know this is what the book looks like in the back of it it's very small but it's super nice quality and in the book um you have all of the stories that andy included with this vinyl and read out loud and you also have like a quick forward of him before you get to all the stories from edgar Allan poe that andy is reading so we should like show everyone the red splatter too it's do it. pretty do it be careful Only... be very careful with it. <laughs> it is too precious you guys Ooh. See, that's so pretty. I love the splatter effects with it. Look at it. It's so pretty. Isn't it, though? You just want to lick it. <laughs> it's like a lollipop. <laughs> oh, my gosh. If it was. If it was. I can't lie. 
vinyls terrify me um we do you have like a little vinyl record player no I don't so we do we have like a small one and I'm not gonna lie I was so scared to put it in because I can honestly say that while I do have like the other Blackville Brides vinyl I've never like opened it to listen to it because I just was so scared of ruining it but I had to obviously open this and listen to it and it freaked me out because I did not know what I was doing and I was afraid I was gonna scratch and I did not I succeeded I did did have one growing up in my mom's house it was kind of fun to do we had we had a couple beetle uh, vinyls and so we would play beetles on it it was awesome there you go now you need now you just need to get yourself like one of those little portable ones I know I, I for one I'm not a big vinyl collector I only have like a couple including this one right here but I do appreciate it and I know there's like collectors out there who do collect vinyls and everything and I mean it is a definitely a collectible thing to collect so Ruth I am looking at your vinyl and you haven't even opened that <laughs> nope have not opened it I'm like I'm looking at mine and then I'm looking at yours and I'm like, there's something different with no, ours. And I'm like, hers has different. I have not opened my vinyl. I've seen photos of the red and black splatter. I'm sure it's pretty, but like, I don't know. Maybe it's just with me. It's just like, keep it in its mint condition. <laughs> oh no, I, I, I would have done the same, but I, okay, I won't lie. I didn't realize it was going to be on Audible. So that's why I opened it up and tossed it in. So yeah, (laughs) I just fell in its (laughs) for it's always protected. I mean, it does have a sticker here and everything. And then obviously it's all packaged up. And yeah, I mean, I I got it because I knew it was going to be an audible and then the book was also going to be available. So either way, I would be able to listen to it. So I was like, I'm okay not opening it. Will I ever open it? Uh, Probably not, though. That's okay. It will forever stay in mint condition. (laughs) So you got your vinyl because it was like in the summer, they put it out. And then when did you get yours? So, and this is the funny part too, because uh, Ruth and I pre-ordered. And when I got mine, I I I didn't even receive an email stating that it was being shipped or anything. Um, I believe, oh... I got mine sent to me in like what um October November or something like that mm-hmm. and then I want to say around yeah October November when did you get yours so so here was the thing for fans who did not know or got the bundle with the book so if you strictly got the vinyl you guys would have gotten it around the October November time and that's when Nicole started bucking me did you get yours did you get yours I'm like no I haven't I got no emails yet and so I actually emailed the company asking them you know I seen all their fans getting it what's going on and they told me we are sorry um you're getting it we're just waiting for the books to be done so which makes sense so not gonna lie after every shit show with a syndium i got triggered with it i'm like i'm gonna it's the waiting game all over again but eventually i did get mine in december and i was super happy so here's the fun thing when i got mine so my dad was in town with me when i got it and so i was super excited i opened it and he's like what is this and i'm like oh um so i had to explain the whole thing it's like andy beer sack edgar Allan poe as soon as i said edgar Allan poe his like eyes popped out of his head he's like really he's like yeah <laughs> and so like i showed him the vinyl i showed him the book he grabbed the book and was looking at all the stories that were in the book and not lying this actually happened in our kitchen downstairs he told me about his experience with Edgar Allan Poe like I said my dad was the first person who exposed me to Edgar Allan Poe and so the story my dad actually liked reading him growing up 
was the Telltale Heart. And my dad and I actually read that together downstairs in the kitchen. Like we read paragraph by paragraph out loud to each other. <laughs> That's really cute. Now you make me wish that I bought the book so that way Hudson and I could do that for each other. What the heck? No. It's still there. <laughs> no, but I mean, that's actually like a really beautiful moment that I feel like to share with your dad. It was actually because, you know, my, I love my dad and my dad is anthropology, uh, anthropologist, sorry. And he travels around the world to study how people live. That's how he met my mom because he fell in love with Mexico and he wrote several books on Mexico and politics and everything. And we, you know, my dad and I have common things, but when we find something really common that we're both like really interested. It's very rare and it's amazing to bond over that. So here I am thinking I'm going to get this. I'm like, he's not really going to care because he's going to see Andy's face on it. It's like, oh, it's something Black Phil Brides related. It's not my thing. But then when he saw Edgar Allan Poe, it's like, wait, okay, well, 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 we can bond over this as Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> it piqued his interest. It did. So I, I definitely, it was a special moment just to read Edgar Allan Poe and just kind of go back and forth reading paragraph by paragraph. And then it was funny because towards the end when we finished it, he looked at me and kind of did his professor lecture on me and, and stuff saying like, okay, so what did you understand? What did you take from it? What did you think this story was about? And I'm just like, oh God. <laughs> Well, and speaking of the stories, uh, for anyone that doesn't know, the stories that Andy does read on here is The Telltale Heart, The Raven, The Mask of the Red Death, and The Oval Portrait. So out of curiosity then, Ruth, have you, you've listened to the whole Audible. Uh, yes, I did. I did and did, I did. Oh, I just realized that. Oh my god. You need to get the book, what? Nicole. Why? <laughs> on the vinyl. Yes, there's two sides. Side A and side B. Side A is the Telltale Heart, the Raven. Side B is the Mask of the Red Dead and the Oval Portrait. That's all the stories on the vinyl. Audible has all of the stories in the book. There's more stories in the book. What the shit? So in the book, you have The Dream Within a Dream, Annabelle Lee, uh, uh -huh. Spirits of the Dead, The Haunted Place, The Raven, The Mask of the Red Dead, The Tale of the House of Usher, The Oval Portrait, The Pit and... Pendulum, I think I guess. <laughs> the Tale of the Heart and a campaign song and Len Lenore. Yes, Lenore. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna have to download the Audible then because now I'm furious. I <laughs> but that yeah. explains a lot because I thought, oh, I'm like the book, but then there's only like four stories on the vinyl, so I was like, okay, yeah, so I, I didn't, I thought they were all the same. Yeah, there's so there's more stories in the book and in the in the Audible. He reads all of them from the book. Okay, that is freaking incredible. I'm gonna get the Audible version now, FYI. Um, mm -hmm. but my question to you is since you went ahead, you got to listen to more than I did. I'm sorry. <laughs> Out of all of the stories, was there one that like a favorite in you? Well, truth be told, so the very first time I was ever introduced to Edgar Poe, I feel like it's the staple when any fans are introduced to it is the Raven, for one. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. But then after with that little moment that I had with my dad and hearing Andy's beautiful, haunting, spooky voice <laughs> um, was the Tell of the Heart. I mean, I guess it's from that moment. So the Raven and Tell of the Heart is definitely my top two, from at least from the section that we got from Andy. So yeah, though that's funny you say that because that's those are my top two as well. I mean, my 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 number one favorite has always been the Telltale 
part just because before I even knew who Edgar Allan Poe was, I always heard that story. And it was also, I can't lie, huge Simpson fans. It was also in The Simpsons. And I think that's kind of where I first heard it from. <laughs> nice. So then being able to grow up, <laughs> right? Being able to grow up though and actually like do my research, that was always my favorite story. And hearing Andy read it, he did such a fantastic job. And I and I and I love the Raven too. The Raven is my second favorite. I think everyone knows about the Raven. I didn't know Hollywood. I never saw it because I heard mixed reviews. Hollywood made um the company Hollywood. I just say Hollywood. <laughs> uh, they made a movie called The Raven based on Edgar Allan Poe's story. I never saw it. I I heard mixed reviews on it. I don't know if you ever saw it. No, I mean I didn't even know that they did that. Yeah. So I I don't know how it went. I heard mixed reviews. So I just. I guess part of me is like the story is so good. I don't want to watch this rendition of this movie and maybe get it butchered for me. So I guess. yeah, like have it ruin it. I kind of, I think I'm in the same boat as you, to be honest. Uh, so one thing about this for anyone who doesn't know, so Rare Bird of this company who did this project with Andy was the same company who did the his book We Don't Have to Understand, and this was a project Andy wanted to do with them because after his book came out. And obviously fans, and thank you, Andy and Rare Bird for that book. It was lovely. It was an awesome read. <laughs> um, they saw the success, how he did it. Because again, Andy did an audible for that book, for his book too. And I guess they saw how a success it was. And so obviously they kind of knew Andy and talked to him. And I, I'm assuming Edgar Allan Poe was mentioned. And so like there he came, I don't know if, it was, if they worked together or was Rare Bird. I came to him like, hey, do you want to do a project like we kind of did with your book, except it's Edgar Allan Poe related? So I'm really glad that Rare Bird actually wanted to work with Andy again, to be honest. I think I think the works of Edgar Allan Poe was phenomenal in my, in my own personal opinion. So, I mean, and it seems like that the company really enjoys Andy and they seem to be selling not only his book very well, but this very well, too. Exactly. And again, just thank you, Rare Bird, for making Andy's book and then obviously the side project with Edgar Allan Poe's work. And from what I was told from a really good source <laughs> for this project, so obviously we know if we are a fan of Edgar Allan Poe, there's so many stories and poems out there that he has done. Andy personally chose all of these stories for this project. <laughs> See, that's, if he personally chose all, I mean, there's more on the book, you guys, but from what I've seen on the vinyl, for him to personally, like, handpick these ones, I feel like that means these stories definitely hold some form of inspiration to him, and they're definitely stories that he holds close to his heart. So Edgar Allan Poe has so many. So for any fans who has gotten the book for this project, there is a foreword where Andy does write about his experience and everything with Edgar Allan Poe. I'm happy that Andy includes this in the story because it doesn't make me feel stupid. <laughs> that, um, you know, growing... Obviously, if you read his book and just know Andy and in, in interviews, like, he was very mature for his age growing up. And so his parents would talk to him like an adult. So it doesn't surprise me that Chris and Amy had a Edgar Allan Poe book <laughs> at their house that Andy found and really got interested because we all know Andy loves comic books and also the spooky horror type deal. And so here's 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 Edgar Allan Poe. Who is this? Uh, so what he says here is like, I understood that Poe's work was related to these things. I just couldn't understand them. Um, he had a difficult time with the language at first, like reading 
uh, pose like grammar in English of how we word things. So that was nice to know that I wasn't the only one struggling understanding what Poe meant by his poems and stories. <laughs> it did say it wasn't until he was like 13 or 14 where he decided to commit it and actually read and truly try his best to understand what Poe meant by these stories and poems. <laughs> so to be honest, I personally love that type of like the way that they talked back then and the grammar that they used I don't know to me it sounds so sophisticated and I feel like it's so much better than like kind of how like everyone speaks today there is something about the their grammar back then I really <laughs> really enjoy it but I, I agree it's it was hard you if you for everyone, you know, we obviously know how we speak now, but if you read Edgar Allan Poe, it is mind boggling. It, it really is. Cause you're like, wait a minute. I know. It's just, it's, it's, almost, it's like, it's like freaking reading. Um, who's, I can't remember his name. All of a sudden he did Romeo and Juliet. Who am I William thinking? William Shakespeare, of? William Shakespeare. <laughs> William Shakespeare. It's like the way that he wrote. And I, that's, I'm just fascinated by that type of grammar to be honest. I feel like it's so much better than we speak now. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know how many, I I know I've said this multiple times. Grammar's not my strongest point when it comes to English. English is hard, guys. Truth be told, English is hard, okay? If you try learning any other language, like Spanish, I've taken a couple of Spanish classes. It's so much easier than English, okay? So give me a break. <laughs> Every person that I've spoken to that speaks a different language, they all have stated that English is the hardest language to learn. And it's because we don't make sense with our language for some reason. Everyone else, they put it in... They speak and they just speak so much better than we do, you guys. That's all you need to know. It is really fun for anyone who's getting introduced to William Shakespeare or Edgar Allan Poe, the grammar, the formatting, the English that they put into this. I will say it's, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Boggling when you read it at first. That's how I was when I first read The Raven. And I literally had to question my dad like every five minutes like what does this mean what does he mean by this help me help me because <laughs> I was trying to understand it but it was so hard hard for me and for just Andy to really commit and dive in at the age of 13 14 to read Edgar uh, Poe's work and everything I mean like I mean it doesn't surprise me but props to you Andy <laughs> yeah I it, it's no wonder your intelligence today sir <laughs> you are super smart and uh, but that's the thing is I feel like not a lot it's like high school years no one teenagers am I right you don't really <laughs> care to learn things but there's a few there are rare few but most people like they don't really care to understand those kinds of things so that's why I think it's absolutely beautiful that Andy actually like took the time and cared to like understand Edgar Allan Poe I, I I was just talking to Nicole before we hit record here that in high school I was never exposed to Edgar Allan Poe William Shakespeare yes but never mm -hmm. Edgar Allan Poe at least in my writing or English classes it was for the AP classes that were exposed to Edgar Allan Poe I was never so it was my again my dad who exposed me to it so <laughs> and then I was telling Ruth too one of the very I know I said the tell the telltale heart was like one of the very first things that I heard. Literally the second thing, um, it wasn't even the Raven. It was nothing. I don't think it's anything that's it's nothing on the vinyl. I don't know if it's in the book or not. Um, because I don't know if this is something that was a part of a story or if it was just a quote by him. But it's absolutely one of my favorites. 
It's uh, sleep those little slices of deaths. Oh, how I loathe them. And just trying to comprehend that you're just like, huh? <laughs> but it's so dark. And I, that's why I love it. That's why I love Edgar Allan Poe. And Andy did state in his foreword in the book that after, I, I'm assuming at the age of 13, 14, after digesting and really trying to understand Poe's work that he Poe's writing and how he word things was an inspiration for him as a songwriter for Black Hope Rides and even the Andy Black two albums too and he said that Poe's work gave me a way to begin writing not just about real life and things that could actually happen but also the way I felt in the darkness stirring inside of me as an angst, angst, angsty kid <laughs> but that makes sense because I told Ruth too if you guys actually sit down and like listen to the Black Veil Bride lyrics like it, from start to finish every single album, you can really uh, see that inspiration from Edgar Allan Poe. Just the way that Andy writes. Mm -hmm. It's 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 freaking beautiful. Mm -hmm. It really is. Like and, and I feel like in some ways when you're listening to like the songs too on the albums, Kind of like how, you know, you said like with Edgar Allan Poe, like you'll be, you'll be reading it and you're like, I don't really understand. Like, I can't lie. I feel like at some points that's how it was with some BBB song. You know, you're listening and you're like, oh, the word choices that he uses, I don't, I don't quite understand. Mm -hmm. And I also want to say, maybe I'm, I don't know, I could be completely wrong with this. If I am, if it doesn't make sense, we're going to cut it out. But <laughs> I feel like in the oh what is the correct word to say it the alternative scene the goths the dark and spooky people i suppose i don't know if there's a correct label for it obviously poe edgar allen uh is a staple like the godfather of goth <laughs> yeah and i i almost want to say even with a little bit of the ghost of ohio album that andy did for his second andy black album like westward road i don't no, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I like the comic book feel that he did in the music video, but just his outfit alone, for me at least, and that I think, yeah, he had a contact in him. Yeah. It spoke to me mm -hmm. as Edgar Allan Poe for some reason. Don't ask me why. It just did. Yeah, I can definitely see that, honestly. And I can't lie. Andy should bring that look back with the one contact in because it's so spooky-licious. I love it. Oh, I love that video so much. It was so amazing. I rewatched really that. I don't know how many times. Don't ask me. <laughs> no, but I'm glad you actually mentioned that because if, like, now looking back on Ghost of Ohio, like, I can definitely see the huge inspiration from Edgar Allan Poe. Even with like the cover album of it, like the artwork. Mm -hmm. I mean, which I was about to say, like, speaking of the artwork here <laughs> on the book and the vinyl, freaking gorgeous. Out of curiosity, Ruth, I didn't know if you by chance got this. I don't, I'm assuming it could have just been Rare Bird. Do you know who the artist is that uh... did this? It should say on their website. Hang on, let me see. This is like, gives me Tim Burton vibes. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Oh, right here, right oh, there here. You go. <laughs> I found this. It's artwork by Mr. Sam Sharon. There we go. I was like, I knew it's on here somewhere. Dude, this was amazing. Sorry. And I will say, I don't know if you saw this at first, but I, I had to point it out to a couple of the fans in the army. If you look on his tie, I don't know how well we, oh, it doesn't show up that well. The BBC logo <laughs> is there. <laughs> Yes, so I I can't lie, that was it because it, it's so dark. It's yeah. kind of it's one of those you really have to kind of like be peeking the artwork to see it. I didn't notice it at first until you pointed it out, Ruth. But it's 
that was cool. There is so much detail that is put into this. It is magnificent. And well done. Honestly, after reading the foreword that Andrew wrote in this book, so we know that the oval portrait is here on the vinyl and also the audible and book. Oval portrait. <laughs> <laughs> which so I know we've been th discussing the book a lot but just for like the audible version and everything I, I am really impressed with all the sound effects that are put into it as well for each story it really it's not just Andy's voice that you're hearing you guys there's legitimately like creaking sounds and you know knocking and walking and like a lot of spooky sounds that really make you feel like it gives you chills it really makes you feel like oh my gosh you're a part of the story like you're living it you're in it it's it's so well done you know what it reminded me of when I heard all the creaks and the spooky sounds and stuff of it? Okay, this might be really cheesy. Don't come after me. I grew up with this, with spooky. Okay, you have to, if you do not know this author, Nicole, I know you do, but if you don't, I'm going to be very, <laughs> R.L. Signs. Let me just say, I have read almost every single R.L. Stein book there is. I love that man. Goosebumps. I freaking love Goosebumps. I read pretty much all of the books growing up in high school and middle school. Like, literally, it was an addiction. It was bad. But do you remember? Okay. <laughs> it sounds so old. The cassette tapes. There was Goosebumps cassette tapes of uh, someone reading the stories to you. And the first one I ever got was from the book called A Shocker on Shock Street. <laughs> first Goosebumps book I ever read. And when... I would beg my dad every single time he would drive me to school to play, put that cassette tape in his car where I can listen to it. And the cassette tape did exactly the same thing that they did, but the sounds too, of like going to each chapter to have transitions, the sound effects too. And I thought that was the coolest thing ever. So when I first heard the sound effects and all the spooky things, I'm like, oh, this reminds me of Goosebumps, the cassette tapes. <laughs> okay, now I have to know. I want to know if, Chris, <laughs> you should totally tell us if Andy, like, liked Goosebumps and Arl Steins growing up. I assume that Please. man did. did, did and he had to like Arl Steins and Goosebumps. Come on. Goosebumps. Yeah, and Stephen King. I mean, come on. I mean, Stephen King is also timeless, but come on. Arl Steins. <laughs> Dude, I grew up with that book series and like the TV show. Yeah. Oh, yes. I know. I I was so obsessed with Goosebumps. I, I learned just like you. I read every single book. I had to watch all like the movies and shows or whatever that came out. I, I literally the only one that comes to my mind right now what was it called that was like two heads are better than one or like that weird one I can't remember it I don't remember but I remember, I remember. it was a bad addiction in middle school I had all the, the haunting hours oh. like the haunting hours do they iconic the puppets like Billy I forgot the name of the <laughs> oh yes those ones were always creepy okay do you have i know this is totally off topic you guys, <laughs> topic you guys but i have to know real quick Ruth, favorite goosebump book and favorite rl stein like non-goosebump book because you know how he has like his goosebumps but then he's got his horror selection do you have a favorite out of both i mean when it comes to goosebumps it's a shocker on shock street just because it was the first book i read i loved it it was the cassette tape i first heard freaking loved it i mean the werewolf books too were pretty good too i do remember that as for an oh my god um i know netflix did a, a three-part movie to yeah, it the series. Um, 
what is it called? Um, what's it called? Um, Fear Street. Fear Street. Fear Street. Thank you. Fear Street. That was another series I got into from R.L. Stein's. That was not part of a Goosebumps. So I think, yeah, I absolutely, I think that's what I would meant when I was some of his, his horror selection being called Fear Street. Oh my God. R.L. Stein is an amazing writer, you guys. That's why I, I just, it would make sense if Andy liked Edgar Allan Poe, he would have loved R.L. Stein then. So I Chris, Chris if know. you can comment <laughs> below if he ever read Goosebumps, that will literally make us our day, please. Because he had to know about Goosebumps. What? Come on! And I, you know, and I swear, Goosebumps. I know it was made for kids, but at the same time, it was so not a kid thing. Like they it were was terrifying. Goosebumps. Yeah, literally horrifying. That you, our excitement here, you guys. That's literally how it felt listening to Edgar Allan Poe. Um, this vinyl audible however which way you listen to it the the sound effects the background noise especially I I list I personally listen to it at night with the lights off uh, <laughs> and I just laid in bed and I was like what of it and I mean it was spooky and I had it I put it on speaker so we turned the bass up really loud and when you have the bass up oh you get all the little haunting spookifying noises really made you feel well, it made me feel like I was not at home. Made, I literally felt a part of the story. And I feel like when a, when a story can do that to you, like Andy's voice is so captivating. It literally captures you and you you feel like you're living that story. A hundred percent. This whole project that he did with Robert with Edgar Allan Poe, I mean, it's just, it's a beautiful masterpiece as always, but it's just, it's amazing. So again, thank you for Robert and also Andy for doing this. And I mean, honestly, I'm excited to see where you come up next. Goosebumps? Kidding. <laughs> yes, I was just about to say, Rare Bird, if you, you and Andy want to, you know, co- cooperate again. Goosebumps, sir. Read some goosebumps. goosebumps. I would, my inner middle school self would scream if Andy ever did an audible for a goosebump book. I would, I would be like, <laughs> I will go nuts. I would be so happy. My heart would be so full. <laughs> Literally, like this just speaks for itself. If you are a fan of the strange and unusual, like this, I can't like it's the for me, it's the covers, they captivated me. Much like this one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Completely side note, guys. So obviously, Amy and Chris had this Edgar Allan Poe book that Andy discovered. Fun fact, coming from Chris himself. Yeah. Oh, so Chris has won a local, regional, national competition for my his dramatic and per in- interpretation of Poe's Telltale Heart when he was in high school. FYI, <laughs> that is so freaking awesome. See. Literally, Andy's a little mini Chris. <laughs> Again, this proves my point that Edgar Allan Poe is timeless. <laughs> he is someone that has definitely gone down in history. And I mean, 500 years from now, they're still going to be talking about Edgar Allan Poe. Mm-hmm. At least they better be. <laughs> So again, for any fans who has not ordered this, please go to it's on. We'll put the link in the description where you can. And if you do want the book, I would highly recommend it. It's a good read. And I like the calligraphy stuff they do for the little images for each of the title of the story. And remember, guys, the vinyl only carries the uh, it only holds the four tracks. It doesn't have all the stories. So if you want all the stories, you're going to have to download the Audible. Audible. As I just 
has all the stories of Andy reading it to you so he could be your nighttime story when you go to bed. Just pick one and listen to Andy's voice and you'll be sleeping away. <laughs> I know what I'm doing tonight. And I think you can also find the Audible, uh, not through Rare Bird, but you can do it through Amazon. So you can do, yeah. Amazon. Oh, yeah. Which, if I'm not mistaken, Amazon, I know this is totally, it's like off topic, but it's not off topic. Uh, his book, They Don't Need to Understand, is also available on Amazon, too. And I think this is two, I believe. I think I saw it the other day. The both, uh, is it both or just yeah. the book? Just the book. Just this book, too, of Edgar Allan Poe's on Amazon, too, I believe. I want to say yes. So, But the vinyl you'd have to get on Rare Bird. I think you, the vinyl you do have to get on Rare Bird if you do want the uh, black and red splatter or just the strictly black one, so... Just thank you, Rare Bird, and thank you, Andy. This has been truly incredible, and now I got to go listen to the rest. Uh, All right, BBB Army, for today's fan shout, actually goes to a wonderful friend that we've had on before on our show as a fan playing around for BBB Coot Games, discussions on the fandom tomorrow, and of course, telling her BBB story. Today's fan shout goes to Caitlin. Caitlin, I hope you're doing well. And BBB Army, if you do not know or do not follow her, congratulations to Caitlin. She is expecting a baby. A little mini Caitlin. Me, mini one. Congratulations, Caitlin. Anyone who does not follow her, you need to go follow her because she is super sweet. She honestly is the sweetest bean. Little sweet bean. And she posts photos of her fur baby and her husband and honestly she's just amazing a sweet soul obviously a huge fan of andy and bbb mm-hmm. and also little czar too and again uh congratulations on your baby honestly and i hope I, I i know i mean i just went to a baby shower and i'm sure you guys are getting prepared for it it's going to be a new chapter in your guys's life honestly so just congrats uh all of her social media links will be in the description below so please go give her a follow she's a freaking amazing person (laughs) and she's a great singer too yes great singer all right baby baby army we are here at the end of our episode of the edgar Allan poe by andy bierce act we hope you guys enjoy it once again all of our social media links will be down in the description below we're officially on all streaming platform yes we do have a tiktok so go please follow us on tiktok because we put snippets of video clips of our recent episodes it would be awesome if you can follow us purchase the vinyl andy yes. bierce act, edgar Allan poe or the book any of it just do it purchase it we're not sponsored but we want to promote this please go ahead and purchase it it's amazing it's a spectacular, wonderful gift it deserves all the love you guys will be blown away by it mm-hmm. and uh just thank you once again to all the fans who have signed up for sharing their bbb fan stories we're getting to it thank you for your patience <laughs> Yeah. We're excited though. We're excited. Uh, we're entering the new month here in March. <sighs> I can't believe February's almost over. <gasps> I know, but we're super excited for next month because we do have a special guest coming on and we are super excited to have him on our show and everything else. So again, just thank you everything for your support, guys. And we will see you guys next Wednesday. Bye.